Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches, figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, how to get your work noticed, and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective, as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you, as well as a few of my own, and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Yes, I need your trouble. Thank you so much for tuning back into Windowsill Chats. I appreciate all your feedback and comments. I get so much positive return from each and every one of you, and I'm truly grateful. Here's a wonderful review from Jennifer Russ left on Apple Podcast Reviews. Thank you, Margo, for your inspirational, uplifting conversations with fellow creatives. I'm hooked and have started binge listening while I create. As someone who is relatively new to the art world, these conversations are very encouraging. I feel supported and comforted like I am in the room with you. Thank you for following your passions and sharing them with us. Your guests are lovely, and so is the happy tune that begins each of your podcasts. Looking forward to more enchanting conversations in your sunny windowsill. Thank you so much, Jennifer. That really makes my day because that is exactly what I'm after. So I look forward to checking out what you're working on each and every one of you. And as the months go on in this 2021 year, you'll see some new things, some new offerings begin to roll out from Tantau Studio, which is my kind of umbrella name for the things I'm doing. On the website and in my Instagram bio now, you can sign up for very limited one-on-one consulting. I only do just one or two a month. You will see next that in May, we will start offering one art class a month taught by one of the people that has been on our podcast. That'll grow as as we have resources and time, but I'm super excited about that. That's called Windowsill Workshops. And then Tanto Studio Sessions will be a monthly membership where we go a lot more in depth and there's live Zoom calls and Facebook group and things like that. And that will launch in June. So you can go sign up for those things if you're so inclined, or I'll keep reminding you and and updating you here. I am beyond honored and pleased today to have Carolyn Gavin as my guest. She is a breath of fresh air. Her art just, if I need a pick-me-up, I go look at Carolyn's art. I love her style. I love her sense of color. It just blows me away every time. And she's definitely one of my favorite 
artists out there. And and I have many, but I have a, a top faves. And Carolyn is one of those for sure. There's something about her sort of her passion for it, the way she's stuck with it, the way she's made it work for her in so many different ways. Um, just her principles, her positive attitude. And again, I'll go back to her style and her combinations and her use of color, which just always make my day. As I said, Carolyn is a designer and painter based in Toronto, Canada. She grew up in South Africa and left to travel and ended up relocating to Canada. She loves color, pattern, texture, traveling, sunshine, music, and yoga. And vibrant, playful, and happy are perfect words to describe her style. She finds inspiration in travel when we can, flowers, exotic color, and pattern. And she makes sure her life is filled with beauty and creativity. And I could not agree more. I am really excited to introduce you to Carolyn Gavin without further ado. Thanks for being here. I am thrilled to have Carolyn Gavin here with me today. I'm, you can't see it, but I'm looking at Carolyn looks great, all dressed up in her beautiful sunny studio with all her artwork in the background. Thank you, Carolyn, for being here. Thank you, Margo, for having me. So I was thinking back to the first time I was aware of your work, and I think it was on the pier in the early days um, of EcoJot. And I can remember, I think I talked to you because I can remember your hair um, and just thinking, oh, these are beautiful. These are fabulous. Mm -hmm. And then as I got to know you and Lilla, I just realized, oh my gosh, she's, it's all because of, you know, your work and, and of course your family creative relationship, but Mm. it's, I, I just love all that you put out into the world. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So as I do, I love to kind of delve in and find out like about all the paths and yours is certainly, you know, some of those paths have been longer and windier than, than most, just because you've, you've traveled and what, what does it feel like when you think back, um, creatively? I know I found a picture of you online painting as a, as a young, as a young one, but were you always, was your family always kind of creative around each other? You know, I, I, yes, um, my mother was always busy doing something, whether it was flower arranging or monoprints or mm. always doing something interesting. And her sister, my aunt, uh, studied graphic design mm. and I was fascinated. She'd kind of come home and do her fashion drawings and her designing with color and markers and colored board. And I was fascinated. Mm. And I remember thinking that's, what I'm going to do. Oh, I love that. And I must have been about, I don't know, eight or nine. I mean, I've been painting, I think, and creating ever since I can remember. But that was a particular moment. And I did. I went on to uh, study graphic design. And before Mm. that, my mum sent me to a wonderful art teacher, artist in South Africa, Nina Campbell-Quine. She was a fine artist. Mm -hmm. And she had this incredible studio, which was this long room with slate floors and just all windows on the one side. And it was just succulents. And so you'd easels, like 20 easels, and it would be a mix of three-year-olds and eight-year-olds in this class. And it was absolutely amazing and inspiring. And I learned a lot there for sure. So your mom had the foresight to send you to study with her? 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I went, started at the age of 11 with her and she basically taught me all the techniques and the basics uh, for what I still use today because mm -hmm. I've become, I've come full circle, which is mm -hmm. my first love is painting. And, and she's basically put me on the path to that wow. uh, and taught me uh, acrylics and gouache and paper mache and inks mm -hmm. and working with colored dyes and just being very free and working big, which is what I love. Wow. Yeah. So that well, was to amazing. To have that at that age where, where you're just encouraged by somebody mm. who is, who has brought, is not limiting you. What an amazing gift. And I, I did because Nina Campbell, the wallpaper designer and Nina Campbell Quine, the, you know, studio artist, I, I had to go look at the difference and see, oh. see her work because, right. and it's so and it's of the time you can kind of mm. see it. And she had, mm. I, I couldn't help, but look, she had a long life and I, I just, I was, mm. you just look at somebody like that and imagine taking a class from them. I still remember Mr. Ward, John Ward, my art teacher from that age, you know, third or fourth grade and, and just yeah. thinking he was the coolest thing ever because he was, mm. he was kind of free and easy and kind of mm. like, just get your hands dirty. And, mm. but I, you know, I've, I find myself wondering when I look at your work, just, you know, where do those colors come from? Where mm. does that process of laying down paint in the way you do, you know, some mm. of us just come to it by practice and doing it, but, mm. um, I can, I can only imagine that in, when your mind drifts back to those days in that studio, it must be pretty magical. It really was. It was very influential uh, when I think about it. Uh, yes, colors, work, learning about color and contrast was mm -hmm. a huge thing with her and line work, you know, all those basic techniques, which, you know, prepared me for what I do today, for sure. And of course, growing up in South Africa, it's very, the light is very intense. The colors are bright and bold and striking. Mm -hmm. And that has, you know, stayed with me having yeah. come here and having no color at all. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of uh, <laughs> been a huge part of me and pushed me through, pushed me along, you know? Absolutely. I must, mm. you know, I've loved seeing you paint more. I mean, your landscapes mm. are just amazing and, and just so juicy and, you know, you just kind of want to sink into each one, but has mm. that felt, um, has that felt like coming home kind of to paint more to you? Definitely. Yeah. Like I said, I've come full circle, mm -hmm. you know, I started off painting, uh, very freely and, and I, I don't know why I never went into the fine arts, but I guess I was still thinking about that time when I said, I'm going to do graphic design cause yeah. I fell in love with it. And right. so I did do that. Yeah. And that of course is very restrictive and very controlled, mm -hmm. you know, but it also taught me so much, you know, mm -hmm. about all different kinds of things type and working yeah. with letters and and techniques too and screen printing and so on uh and then slowly going into illustration starting eco jar and then working with lilla freelancing and then getting back into the painting and mm -hmm. you know it's been a progression i guess yeah yeah so well and i would think just thinking about it from an art director standpoint which i can't help um you know having somebody with those with the knowledge and that range of skills is mm. delicious because you get it from all, all senses. And if you do, mm. you know, pick up, say one of your anthropology glass tumblers, you, you think about, I'm sure you think about layout, you think about the lettering, but then mm. you get this beautiful 
you know, painted image that Mm -hmm. if you don't have both, it's not, it's never going to turn out that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. I think the one sort of helps the other definitely. Um, And my design sense comes into play when I'm painting, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like I'll do a leaf and then I'll think, well, what can I fit into that shape? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's constantly working somehow in there, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, (laughs) (laughs) I would love to, to climb in. I, I sometimes watching your, um, you know, the, the videos where you, your process videos, mm. um, it's great. Cause I, they go so fast too, you know, cause it's time-lapse and I'll think, what's she going to do now? And then, and then it goes, you know, painted over or whatever, but I love right. seeing kind of, oh my gosh, look at that color you put down. So, mm. you know, just even just watching in that way, I, I mm. appreciate the gift of, of how you share that process mm. only because it just makes me, just makes me appreciate what you know and how you do it, but just mm-hmm. it just makes me think about colors differently and and things like that. I right, mm-hmm. I, I love it. So with with EcoJot, like how so graphics and and yeah. college and and licensing and things like that. But you decided to do that. Was it your brother or more than more than that? Was it? I feel like it was. I think it was um, a combination. Okay. We both sort of came to that uh, realization at the same time that we needed mm-hmm. to. Well, first of all, use recycled paper only. And so we carried that forward and did really well. And we did the shows and all of that. And then we downsized. I don't know if you know, and we should go into any of that, but we're much smaller now and it's Mm -hmm. mostly Mm -hmm. online and we don't do the huge orders that we used to do. But it's much more manageable and less stressful and yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of remember I, we might've even have talked about that at the time of when, when you, when one makes that decision, you know, mm. um, actually I have an episode live now that's Emily McDowell talking mm. about how, what she would do differently yeah. if she was starting business now. And I think that when we take on anything like that, where we, our creativity is totally wrapped up in the product mm. at some point, you have to take a look and say, oh my gosh, how big is this? How big do I want it to be? Where, where am I in all this? Mm. Where's my heart in all this? You know, so. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's much nicer now. (laughs) I'm very, I'm very much more, I'm not as involved as I was in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm very much more running my own thing. Yeah. You know, my, my Etsy and on my website and the, all of that. And I just feel like I'm more master of my own ship kind of thing. Which seems um, really appropriate. And yeah. And well-timed. it's, yeah. And it's, um, it's really, it's really good. Feels really good. I'm, I'm glad to yeah. hear that. It's not always yeah. easy, those decisions. No, no. But when they happen, they're, they're right. It feels yes. right. Yeah. And it's paying yeah. attention that I think, I think is, you know, yeah. sometimes the tricky, the tricky bit. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about EJOT cards. Okay. Well, EJOTs, EJOTs is the next EJOT. reiteration of EcoJOT where we okay. plan to, I guess, eventually uh, we want to spend more time in Belize uh, mm-hmm. living six months possibly. And it's just, we need an easier not that this is easier and it's not easier to start a business from scratch, right, right. but a new reiterate iteration of it, which will be just e-cards mm-hmm. and a whole site wrapped around that. And um, it's a, I guess it's a subscription based uh, format. 
mm-hmm. and really reasonable and people can use it and send cards all day long to whoever mm-hmm. they want. <laughs> Smart. And we're, we're using different designers, hiring mm-hmm. different designers and animators. That's mm-hmm. the plan. Nice. Yeah. So just taking a little bit of time to get off the ground, but you know, it's almost there and uh, we'll see how that goes. And then we can all work remotely and, right. you know, and have that ease, which we all need, I think. Yeah. Yes, and yes. I, I, it is, I think this past year, and that's, that's also a question that's been an interesting one to hear from people, kind of the silver lining or the learnings of this year. And mm. because, you know, I feel like I know you've taught abroad and in Morocco and other places mm. and, and certainly Belize is part of your home. And so a little bit about, I'd love to know a little bit about what it feels not to do that, but then how that, you know, h- how those thoughts manifest themselves and what else mm. you can do. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, like traveling is my life, basically painting and traveling. Yeah. <laughs> those are the things that inspire, you know, the one inspires the other, the one inf- fuels the other. So last year, no traveling, right. uh, which really was t- tested me. You know, mm-hmm. I always would run away when I feel felt the need or I could go. Mm-hmm. And um, and I really had to sort of uh, become more introspective in a way. Uh, what it did was it created a huge amount of creativity and I felt I had more time mm-hmm. um, and I did things I didn't normally do, like, make mobiles and things mm. like that which one yes. thing I find you do something and then that inspires something else so I kind of think and then it of course made me appreciate how wow how lucky I was to do all those amazing trips um and but it gave me a lot of time to you know deal with things that I sort of ran away from mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know as soon as I needed to be inspired I plan a trip somewhere (laughs) which is this is this is in a way it's more self-reliant and I Mm -hmm. learned how to be a little bit more self-reliant and just work from within as opposed to looking for outside inspiration which is Mm -hmm. wonderful if you can do it and if you can't get it that way but if you can't you have to fall back on something else right and and that was myself really you know I mean I look outside the winter in the middle of look outside the window in the middle of winter there's not there's nothing to be inspired. Right. With, you know? <laughs> so. I know I, you know, living in, in the middle of the country and, and in, in places that were so cold for so long, uh, it's tricky when you're used mm. to not, or you haven't grown up with that. You know, yeah. I think it's, it's hard to know where to pull that inspiration yeah. from yeah. day after day. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, like I, I had forgotten about your mobiles. That was, uh, you know, earlier on, but Mm. Oh gosh, it's just like, oh, look at what you're doing. And it, and it, again, it's not, I'm, um, I'm inspired by somebody just taking a stand for something. Right. Mm. So it's, you know, all these 30 day challenges and things like that, but just, mm. or just working through something like here mm. we are, right here. We are mm. stuck here. What, how am I going to work through that? What am I, yeah. what am I going to do? So, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, just seeing you paint more and, and do mm. things like that. Yeah, well, yeah. And I know you've had lots of experience off obviously with licensing and I would love to ask you just a little bit mm. because we have so many people who listen who 
have done or want to do or are mm-hmm. curious about mm-hmm. um, licensing. What's what do you think has been, and certainly since you've had your own product um, mm-hmm. lines, um, if you are starting out today, you know which would you would you kind of diversify in that way, kind of do your own and license a bit? What would you what would you do? Um, do you mean in terms of having an agent or any of that, like, uh, um, have an agent or, you know, cause I think sometimes people think licensing is going to cure everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a funny one. That's <laughs> there's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, know, I know the answer to that too. Cause it's, it just looks so different than it turns mm, out to be mm, very mm-hmm. often. Yeah. Um, You know, looking back, I would probably, I was so excited to get an agent Mm -hmm. and, and that facilitated a lot of things and we helped each other out enormously uh, in the early days Mm -hmm. and I got a lot of work and, you know, but I think that comes from working and practicing and honing your skills and all of that. Um, And yeah, eventually it started to happen and it's wonderful when it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's kind of fleeting, you know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's temperamental. Yeah. And it's temporary also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, companies will take your work for you, take another, do another collection and then that's it basically. Right. And, um, but there's always other work, you know, there's right. always new things. There's always, other things happening or other things you can do. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. Well, and I, I think you, you said it too, where you did a lot of work to get that. I mean, I, mm. I watched you, you know, take different courses or, or, you know, put your work on your own products that you would dream mm. up and things like that. And that mm. sort of, that sort of work showing that work does get you those jobs because, people buy what they see and we like to think that they'll figure it out themselves, but they Mm. really don't have all the time for that, that we think, or the brain space. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The more you do and the more you practice and the more you, you know, get better at your skills, all of that stuff really helps. Honestly, Mm -hmm. like that's one of the biggest things I think is just keep on, you know, making, painting, working, designing, creating, the Mm -hmm. more you do the better it is. It's, I love even during a, you know, a challenge, like a 30 day challenge, just skimming back through somebody's, um, Instagram feed and, and looking at that or looking mm. a little further back and seeing kind of where they were and where they are now. And, and we, yeah. we all know that. I mean, practice, yeah. just think, think of a musical instrument. You of are, course. your hands are, so yeah. your brain is. Yeah, exactly. But it's funny because I get a lot of questions and, people asking me like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to be a designer. I want to be a painter. Like, why can't I, you know, <laughs> I'm like, it's taken me 40 years. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> How do you know uh, all these things? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, exactly. Well, it's good. Do you, are you working on any shows? I mean, I know we're, you know, they're different now, but what, what mm. are you working on at the moment? Um, nothing. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I've just finished finishing off a book of poetry, illustrating and painting a book of or Mm -hmm. illustrated poems. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be lovely. 
Can't wait. Um, yeah, that's going to be just a general book of poetry, lovely poems that I've I've had a lot of freedom in that I could pick and choose which ones I wanted to illustrate. Oh, how nice. Um, so there's that. I'm just finishing up with that. Um, there really isn't much else. <clears throat> Launching EJOTS. Mm-hmm, that's um, big. Yeah. And just working on my own stuff and commissions. I Perfect. try and sell, yeah, I try and sell two paintings a week. Wow. So that's that's my goal. <laughs> that's fantastic. Mm. That so I yeah. know the gallery that you've shown in, is that do you have more than one gallery or or do you have a relationship with them and they're kind of who you sell through or how's that working? Um well the first gallery was the first exhibition was two years ago. Okay. For, with my landscapes yep. basically and that's a gallery part of uh, Danwood gallery uh mm-hmm. I was just a summer salon okay. so it was kind of a one-off mm-hmm. um and then last fall I did another show at another gallery around the corner and that I might do another show with him again uh-huh. in the summer or fall that space again. looked wonderful it's amazing yeah, yeah it's an old barn which yeah. he kind of fixed up yeah nice yeah that's perfect well I'm I'm glad to see that all these things are are happening. Are you going to go back to teaching your classes when you can abroad? Yeah. Well, we have two planned for two booked for uh, the end of September in France. And um, it's, you know, COVID has taken its toll on people getting to book and committing, although there's full refund um, for if something happens. Um, so we have seven spots left for the first one and more for the second one, but at, they're at two exquisite locations, like mm. really beautiful. Where yeah. are they? One is near Toulouse mm-hmm. and the other one is yeah, Limoges. I think it's mm. near Limoges. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So are they both painting? They're both painting workshops, yeah. Great. Yeah. Because people will be madly searching for them right now. Well, that's what we that's what we hope. That's what we're counting on. <laughs> we will put the links in the show. Okay. Notes yeah, that'd be great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have um been I haven't taken yours yet. I say yet because I will. Um at some point. I always look kind of longingly, but <laughs> I I did have an um, amazing um experience doing a workshop um with Lesur Anglaise in the south of France. Um mm. and I'm gonna have you look at them too because they would be a great place for you to for you to teach. So anybody yeah. who's thinking about it, yeah. go take one of those places because uh. first of all, you know, the you get the best teachers, Ugh. but it's such an amazing experience. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, those painting um retreats are I think amazing. And if you can take one, I would suggest people take them because they're it's like a full week of just this total onslaught of creativity and painting and and love. Uh, it is. And you learn so much and and there's permission given, just kind of like, you know, Nina might have given you and yeah. and uh yeah. And it's practice yeah. and you learn, you just, yeah, yeah it's permission. It's pretty and great. you see, it's very hands-on. So we give demonstrations, you know, I'll do mm. a whole painting and mm. people can see how I work. You know, the time-lapse process videos are, are great. And, but they don't exactly show how, right. you know, they're too fast right. and I don't do them slowly because right. you don't. it's an hour of me doing right. a brushstroke every five minutes. So people would die of boredom, I think, but I don't but, know. Uh, 
<laughs> but sitting there, uh, you know, people watching me, I'm doing the painting, you know, and I'm not slow. I'm a, quite a fast painter. And mm -hmm. so they see how, you know, I layer the colors, I mix the colors, what colors I'm using and what, how I use the brush, you know, all those things. Yeah. So Have you always painted with that bright, you know, light to your paint colors? You mean like the neons? Yeah. I mean, just it, it, overall to me, and I mean, I know there's neons in there, but yeah. to me there, it's just very, it's lit up. Your work is lit up. Even if it's not always neon, the, the uh. way you mix and the way you use light colors, it just, uh. they just come alive. I think so. I think I've painted like that for years. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It, I, to I me, it, color. it gives permission. I think mm, you, the sure. way you use color. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid of color. I'm very surprised by that. Like, how can you be afraid of color? <laughs> Just like the oddest thing. <laughs> but I don't know. You know I guess people, if you haven't grown up with color and surrounded by it, uh, it's not natural maybe to you, you know? So uh, I don't know. I just, yeah. I can't explain that one. Do you ever, if you're in a, a you know, stuck or in a slump or something, do you mm. just have a color you go to or a music you go to? Like, how do you work through that? That's a tough one. You know, it mm. happens for sure. Um, I think it happens to all of us. It's, it's hard. Like I'll have a real creative flow and then I'm like, you know, mm. um, it was very hard for me to get into this poetry book mm. for some reason. I think there was too much freedom. Like they mm. basically handed yeah. me the poems and said, here. Do what you want. And so it took a while. I I go for walks. I do yoga. I, yeah, put on mm -hmm. music. I light incense. I just, yeah. you know, start playing. That's, mm -hmm. that's a good one. Just, you know, mm -hmm. playing whether or not it's on the project, you mm -hmm. know, just, just kind of try and let go of all these, um, defenses and, and inhibitions that we put upon ourselves, you mm -hmm. know, they, they're there and they'll come back and they're like demons, you know, like yeah. artistic demons. Well said. So you just got to get rid of them and, and not be too, I know everyone uses this word precious, but it, it kind of is true. We mm -hmm. get so intensely involved in what we're doing that we tend to forget about the big picture, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I yeah. love that you said that because I, I think so many people get stuck in how it should look or how it should feel or how mm. we should outwardly present ourselves and just, and there's more talk of it now, but I just think the permission to be stuck and be able to work through it is, mm. um, it's really important permission to give ourselves. Definitely. And you know, it happens and we all have our creative blocks. And I think for me, playing is a big thing. I do a lot of playing. Mm. And when I do, the best things happen, mm -hmm. you know, when there's no pressure and uh, just, you know, you can sit for 10 minutes or whatever it is, three hours and just yeah. take a paintbrush and just play around, see yeah. what happens, you know. I feel like the freshest things come from that, really, because you're not, no definitely. preconceived. Yeah. 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 What it should yeah. be. Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm excited to see Eco Jots. I think that's exciting. Um, does the yeah. poetry book have a name yet? Uh, it does, but I forgot. 
All right. I'll ask you later. <laughs> okay. okay. But that was, I can't wait to see that. I just, yeah, that's, I think that's it's wonderful. Coming out next year, these things all in the fall, I'm not sure, but I think next year, spring, they okay. always take a long time to come out. Yeah, they yeah, do. Book, yeah. Books are a lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah. Not necessarily the return is is almost sometimes more visual than mm. than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it's good to have all those put those out into the world because then yeah. we can take a piece of you. Yeah. Home. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's yeah. good. I always love um finding out who's inspiring you at the moment. Mm. Do you have I know you sent you sent me some, so we can, I can mm. read those and, mm. or, you know, um, Moira Frith. Yeah. She's does. I don't know if you know her work, but it's watercolor and it's just, I don't know. It's something about it. It's so beautiful and fresh, unique. I just, I don't know. I just love the way she paints and I love her. She does also those little series of things, which I'm inspired right now to do mm-hmm. myself. Awesome. Yeah. It was fun seeing who you said, because you inspire me so much. I was like, Oh, I love knowing who inspires <laughs> Carolyn. <laughs> it um, changes. And I have a lot of people who are, whose work I love, but I oh, just yeah. thought those were, yeah. It changes every day really, but I love, yeah. it, it's always nice to find new ones. And Sophie, and I'm going to say her last name wrong, but Anne Sophie Schlag or Shag. Yeah. I don't know how to say her name. Okay, good. <laughs> her work, oh my gosh, her yeah. portraits, her mm. col- her use of color blows me away. I yeah. honestly, I adore her work. It just uh, thrills me every time I see it. It's just amazing. It's so nice to find those people that we just, yeah. you know, they make us kind yeah. of catch our breath with oh, the use of a, yeah. a placement of a color or just that simple stroke or whatever it is. Mm, that's so good. And yeah. Florence, H- Florence Hutchins. Yeah, she's great too. I love how she sees the world, her her still lives and her giant work. Yeah, mm. it looks amazing. Yeah, so good. Yeah, do you like to paint very large? Because I know your your um, landscapes, you know, vary in size, but seem kind of like manageable to mm. me in my mm. mind. I don't mm. know, but they are. I mean, they like the biggest. Well, I mean, I stood a twenty four by twenty four, which is big, mm. and a three inch, three and a half inch profile. Uh, yeah, I love that, that was very manageable, mm. but bigger than that gets, you know, I feel like that's what, one of my goals is to paint bigger mm. so that, and get the imagery to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, when you work small, the size is small and then it's mm-hmm. kind of quite hard. I find the transition to go bigger. I think that would be really challenging, especially yeah. because you've trained yourself to work that way. Well, that's you know? it. Yeah. You've trained yeah. yourself to work small and tight. And so it fits yeah. on this product or that, yeah. you know, expectation. Yeah. And that, that will be fun to, to watch. And at the same time, very freeing, you know, when you have yes. this huge, that watercolor I did 22 by 30 the other day. I mean, it was challenging. It took me three days to do it, mm-hmm. um, but it was very freeing, you know, cause you're working big, but now it's the challenge for me is to, start working more like that and making bigger imagery to fit yeah. more, to be more in scale with the page. Yeah. Mm, I'll look forward to that. That's oh. excellent. <laughs> so I, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but just looking back, um, I think I just want to, you know, bring all this great information out. Cause I'm just, mm. I just love um, what you bring to this creative 
creative world, but looking back, have you had um, sort of favorite, favorite projects or turns in the road that you, that really made the most difference to you? Yeah, I think, um, well, I love packaging. I love seeing Mm. my work on packaging and I designed uh, some candy packaging for Swedish company a couple of years back which mm. I just adored. And they also gave me a lot of freedom. So that. that, of course, that kind of project stands out because you're allowed, given that, you know, you're allowed to do basically what you want to do. Um, so there was that, the chocolate packaging. Oh, um, yeah. I loved those projects, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I loved seeing my landscapes on stuff for, you know, yeah. anthropology. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, the you know, the mugs and the, the those kinds of things, which is great. Really nice to see that stuff. It really is, you know, nice to work with people that have that vision. You know, mm. packaging is such an important and key thing. And I think often it can be an afterthought and I never mm. understand why, because it sells mm. it. And I agree, seeing those landscapes wrapped around that nice shape of a mug too, a little squattier and, and you know, it just, uh, it, I just, it's, I love it when all those things can work together. <laughs> oh, for sure. And, yeah. And a lot. Very satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, mm. thank you for all you put out into the world. I'm, oh, thank I, you. I, for one, appreciate it. And thanks oh. for, for being here and sharing, sharing your of path course. with us. Oh, of course. We'll keep watching. Okay. <laughs> thanks, thank Margo. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Windowsill Chats. Thanks so much for being here with me. It's just so great to be able to bring you these conversations with the fantastic people and wonderful friends that I've met and made along the way. Make sure you subscribe to Windowsill Chats on your favorite podcast app and please share it with a friend. And if this episode spoke to you, I'd really appreciate it if you would also leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can just go to the bottom of the episode you've just listened to, and it'll let you leave a review. If you have any questions or want to check out more details or inspiration that we talked about, head over to the show notes at windowsillchats.com or tantostudio.com. They'll both take you to the same place. I can't wait to share more stories with you again next week. I value your time and I absolutely believe in your potential. Have a great one, everyone, and stay creatively curious.